and all surrounding areas, particularly the surrounding areas. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. This is the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It all starts now. Last day of the week, Friday. Let's get it. <clears throat> Man, let's start the show off. Uh, we're broadcasting live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. God's country. And uh, start the show off on a somber note, man. Uh, JPD lost a good one yesterday. Michael Tario uh, was killed in a motorcycle accident off duty right there on Highway 80 in Jackson. Um, I'd had the pleasure to meet Tario over the years. That's what we always called him was Tario. I don't, I don't know why that stuck, but anyway, can't even put my finger on how I know him exactly, but I know I met him a couple times over the years and irrelevant to the conversation, but um, prayers for JPD, for the Tario family, for his friends, for our friends in law enforcement in the area. <clears throat> uh, always a sad day whenever, whenever anybody dies. But, you know, especially our law enforcement friends. It's a calling to be in law enforcement nowadays. It damn sure ain't for the paycheck. I mean, you got to want to do this or that, excuse me. You got to want to do it. I mean, this dude was officer of the year in 2019. Jackson is not a better city today without Tario in it. It is not safer today. Without Tario in it. So, just wanted to start the show there. If uh, you want to chime in, you want to call in, you want to send your well wishes to the family, to JPD, to the community, the, <clears throat> the Dustin Bailey Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. <clears throat> big weekend this weekend in Jacktown. Big weekend. Game day is here. The buses are rolling around town. People are getting excited. But what is the weather going to do? Is it going to rain? I know we had a uh, we had a big birthday party and a bonfire kind of thing planned for Saturday night, and have had to pull the plug on it because a ninety six percent chance of rain. So, we'll see how it all shakes out. You know, the one good thing about when it rains in Jackson, the the crime does tend to go down. Yeah, that's right. It does. Let's see here. Tomorrow, Saturday, you got an 85% chance of rain. No, I'm sorry, 70% chance of rain uh, throughout the day. So, see what happens. See what happens. Jackson is sitting at 115 homicides. I anticipate, uh, weather permitting, they'll be at 120 by the end of the weekend. Because that's what they do around here. As, uh, what does Kim Wade call it? The Gun and Knife Club starts at 6 p.m. today. And you got a big weekend like this in town. Uh, it's going to be hee-haw around here. All right. I, we're going to talk about a few things today. I, look, I don't know about y'all. I am excited. I mean, fired up, son, over Elon taking over Twitter. And the first thing he does is fire those two 
<clears throat> diversity hires that were running the place. Vijaya Gaga or something like that and whatever else. Uh, the whatever, something sing. Hell, I don't know the guy's name. <clears throat> the CEO and the girl that was on Joe Rogan. The ones that banned Orange Man bad. Orange Man rad. I expect today to see Alex Jones back on. Marjorie Taylor Greene's personal profile back on. Project Veritas, James O'Keefe back on. All the good doctors that warned you about the COVID vaccine. I want to see all of them back on. Today. I want my blue check mark too, by the way. I've earned it. I have earned my blue check mark. Verify me, Elon. (laughs) Just because I want to watch some of the local uh, liberal free press folks' heads explode. Let's see here, man. I woke up this morning and just tested Tested Twitter out. I said, man, let me see. What can I say? I had I typed in okay groomer. I typed in transgender is a mental illness. I typed in drag queens or pedophiles and groomers. Just all the things that would get you canceled usually. I'm a plan I'm planning on dead naming somebody later today. Let me find some transgender that's changed her name from from a I don't know, what would you change your name to? From from a guy to a girl, from a girl to a guy. Oh, I said, I said men can't get pregnant. Also said men cannot be women. My account's still up. Shout out to Hayden on I know Hayden's watching uh listening this morning and tweeting the show from uh from Twitter here. Says he listens every morning, so we appreciate Hayden listening. Hello, I I will keep you abreast on the the new land of free speech twitter isn't that interesting isn't that interesting how all that worked out it's like it wasn't gonna happen and it was and it wasn't you know in my mind i want to say that elon was playing 4d chess the whole time what's gonna come out about the algorithms i believe the bots were all part of the algorithm to prop up far left nut jobs and make people think it's a lot of group think, right? If people think that a thought is very popular and that a lot of people like them agree with it, well, it's herd mentality. So uh, uh, that other purple haired Fondren barista over there thinks killing babies is a good idea. So I need to think killing babies is a good idea. Yeah, shoot you post birth abortion. I'm where I'm from. That's called murder. Where I'm from, that is called murder. But that, that they're all in, so they push a narrative out there like that. Then they get a bazillion of these little fake bots with a purple hair or a cat or a Ukrainian flag in their in their bio, and they all push these agendas, like the Ukraine agenda. The, the, What's going on in the Ukraine? That is absolutely a psyop. I feel like I'm stepping on Jameson's toes a little bit talking about psyops. <laughs> but that is absolutely a psyop. And they're using all these bots and these useful idiots at Twitter to push this narrative. Elon's about to explode all of that. It's like some days you just wake up and you're like, 
do I live in the wor- this world where all of this is really normal? Because in my day-to-day life, you don't meet these psychopaths in public. They can't just exist on Twitter. It, it, the, the odds of that are, you got a better chance of winning the lottery. There's no way that all these psychopaths with these opinions only exist on Twitter. I mean, I know we're in red as can be Mississippi, even though we're technically considered a purple state. I know we're in as red as can be Mississippi. And the odds of seeing some of this nut jobbery in person is slimmer around here. But you would have to think that you would see more of it if it was as popular as they claim it is on Twitter. I'm really just kind of using Twitter as a catch-all right now. Instagram and TikTok, right there with it. They're next. They're next. You know, but we're going to keep pushing content to these places because they're, it's a battle, not just for the soul of America. It's a battle for our children and for the future of America. And children are our future. You want me to sing it? I will. I believe the children are our future. Let them live. Let them lead the way. I'll have that up on iTunes by the end of the day. Clay's rendition of children are our future. <laughs> anyway, I am on Twitter, by the way. If you're not there yet, if you're coming back, if you left, I I am the crash test dummy. I'm saying all the things that have been getting people banned since I woke up at 5 o'clock this morning. You can follow me there, at Save Jackson. Save, J-X-N. Yeah, I know, I love talking about local stuff. That, that That's where my bread is buttered, you know. I started a show talking about local things because I didn't feel like there was enough people talking about the things I found interesting or that I thought were news. <clears throat> you know, Kim Wade had been fighting the fight for a long time, thought he needed some backup. And But on Twitter, I do enjoy the national stuff. I'm really not a fan of statewide politics. It's kind of boring to me. But I like really, really local stuff, tri-county area stuff, and I like national stuff. And uh, I, I believe if you enjoy those things, you'll enjoy following Clay on Twitter. All right. Uh, Fred text in on the Guns and Gear text line. It says, nice rendition. Hey, man, shout out to my buddy Fred Shanks, too. He had uh, Shout out to Hardy Case. He, uh, uh, he sent me some musical notes. Fred had a fundraiser last night out there in Brandon at the vault. What a great time. What a great time. Uh, I think... About a hundred people showed up, if not more. Uh, just nice, to get to, nice to get to see everybody, shake some hands, kiss some babies. I met a fella. His name eludes me right now. Um, Fred introduced me to him. He's like, "This is Clay Edwards. He's got the Clay Edwards show and Save Jackson." He's like, "Man, I love Save Jackson." I was like, "Well, thank you." He's like, "Fred's like, yeah, he has a radio show." He's like, "I only listen to Super Talk." I said, "Well, we're," I said, "We're the other conservative talk radio station, and we're." we're not the same kind of conservative talk radio. Like they're only conservative because they're conservative about what they talk about, not about what they can talk about. I said, we don't take any taxpayer money. He said, well, you got a new listener Monday morning when I get back in town. So it's funny, man. It's funny how many people that don't know we exist. And there's a lot, there's a lot to do, but you know, 
it's nice to turn people, get people to know who we are, get people to know who we are, what we're doing over here. I heard Jameson talking about it the other day that all the all the hosts here bring their own thing to the to the table, and I agree, man. Our shows are all very different, very different. Good stuff there. Let's see here, uh, man. I met a fella the other night too. He told me his sons listen to the show. Shout out to Hayes Dent, good fella there. Uh, good morning to Miss Sharon Womack out there. You know, one of my, if not my favorite, Brandon politician. I'm just kidding, Miss Sharon. You know you're my favorite. You know you're my favorite. My best alderman at large. All right, hey, all right, when we get back, man, let's talk about some Jackson stuff. I've kind of fumbled around here in the first bit. We'd love to hear from you all. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Mac Hike of Flowood Studio. We're live in it. You can reach us on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, 601-879-0002. When we come back, we're going to talk about some stuff to do this weekend. And I want to talk about um, Jackson Water. Will it run out? While game day's in town, I keep looking for mad Jacksonians who have had enough of the mayor's stuff, and I think I may have finally found some. I got some video queued up here from WLBT. We'll try to we'll try to get it played before they take it down. I don't even know if they I don't even know if they know they got it up. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. The Clay Edwards Show. This segment is gonna be brought to you by Guns and Gear. Get out there and see Hunter and the team located right there at 1716 Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. You can shop them online 24-7-365 at gunsandgearms.com. They're the home of No Limit Ammo. They have all your favorite farms as well as Cerakoting and gunsmithing services available. Hey, look, man, locally owned, locally operated, good folks. They support us. Please support them. We appreciate them supporting our text line. That has been a um, huge addition to the show, and we are much appreciated, much appreciative of Hunter and the team for stepping up and doing that. All right, man, we're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios. So um, Paul texted in on the Guns and Gear text line. He said, hey, he sent me a screenshot of Jack Posovic, and he posted a orange square on Twitter. He said, you got to post this. this. Remember when everybody posted the the black squares for being in solidarity with BLM over George Floyd. I was like, the orange square, that's got to be for Trump, right? Orange man rad. And of course it is. So now if you'll go to my Twitter, you'll see an orange square. I'm in solidarity with Trump. (laughs) I love the internet. God. It's like so many silly things that only happen in the internet. Uh, Reagan says, please never sing again. I I may sing before the show's over. I may sing before the show's over. Let's see here. Uh, all right, man. Uh, something a little more serious here. Um, uh, on the text line, not sure who it's from, but it says prayers for my brother in blue and his family. I had an opportunity to work and train with Tario. He's an awesome officer and will be missed. Absolutely. Thank you for sending that in. I said just read on Dark Horse Press that Haley Barber was in a single vehicle accident. Wonder what his alcohol level was. You know, what I found interesting about that, about that story about Haley Barber 
being in the accident the other night and being airlifted is that it said he just had a bump on his head, a little, a little laceration on his head. But would, all, would the rest of us get airlifted over a bump on our heads after a car accident? Or is that just reserved for former governors? I mean, I hope he's all right. I'm not knocking or nothing like that. I'm just saying. Talk about some privilege. All right, man, we got our first call of the day on the Dustin Bailey phone line here. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Hello? Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, talk about some privilege. Uh, get a get an air ride, a, a copter ride to uh to the hospital. All right, let's try this caller again. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hello. All right. <clears throat> Maybe the third time will be the charm with our caller. I re- I think I recognize the number, so I do want to hear from this person. You don't get too many 727 area codes, so I think I know who it is. All right, third time's the charm. Let's try this one more again, and after that, we'll be done with phone calls for the day if it don't work. Hey, caller, you're on there. Good morning, Clay. How are you? Hey, Sylvia, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well, thank you. I just wanted to say, in Jesus' name, may the Lord bring peace and comfort to the Tory family. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Miss Sylvia. All righty. Hey, have a blessed weekend. Hey, you know, also, uh, thank you, Miss Sharon Womack, for texting in uh, and reminding me the Tario's father is also a JPD officer. So <clears throat> that'll hit deep. That will hit deep. Uh, you know, we'll try to get through the weekend there and get some more information and, you know, find out if there's going to be any fundraisers or, you know, to help the family, any of that stuff. All right. Third time is the charm here. Let's see if our caller's call works this time. Hey, brother, you're on there. Hey, can you hear me, Clay? Yes, yes. Hey, I called the show a while ago. This is Chris. I'm from Florida. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I was gonna say I thought I recognized the number. Yeah, it was from. Yeah, I just um got a little time off, so I said, you know, I'm gonna call Clay. So well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know what your subject is this morning because I really can't find the show from down here, so I'm, I'm just gonna wing it. That's fine. But, um, what you got? What's, what's on your mind this morning? Yeah, I want to call you about probably two things. So one thing is something that we probably disagree on. And um, it's a friendly disagreement, but I know you're excited about like what's coming up probably in the next two weeks with the midterms. And Elon said he's going to restore Trump's account, I think, around like Monday or something like that. Yeah, I don't know that Trump's going to come yeah. back, but I am. In, I, I do like taking the gloves off, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he can. His ego will allow him to really not come back, but we'll see. But um, it, it's one thing that um, I heard that I agree. So I think me and you disagree. I don't want him to run again. I want my governor to be the, the next president. Now, look, I can make and, an and, argument for both sides of that. Okay, but so so here's the thing. So I was listening to Jason Whitlock, uh, like I think like last month. Yeah, I love Jason Whitlock. Yeah, yeah, and, and he had a guest on his show, right? And his guest was talking about Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. And I guess he compared them to boxers. He said, if, if we're boxing, think of Trump as like a boxer who has a really strong punch 
and who's like you know who who has a good like left hook and a, and like you know but but he gets knocked down a lot too, kind of like Reggie Jackson back in the eighties. Reggie Jackson struck out a lot, but he hit a lot of like you know home runs too, right? Yes. And Jason Willock gave the name of, of a boxer from like the seventy or the eighties called like I think the name was um Ernie Els or something like that, where he was probably like the strongest boxer like ever, but he couldn't like move in the ring as good as he should have to to have been famous. But no one denied his hard punch. And he said that Ron DeSantis is kind of like Floyd Mayweather, where he always wins. He he always, like, you know, he can talk, but he can back it up. And he never loses. And he's so methodical in the ring. Like, you know, where Donald Trump is that boxer that's like, you know, he has a strong punch. But Ron DeSantis is like Floyd Mayweather. Where if we get him, we're never gonna lose. Like like you could count on every single time he's in the ring, he's probably gonna win because he's gonna just outlast the opponent, and he turns boxing into like an art. Where Floyd doesn't knock anybody out very much, but when he does, he does it in like a graceful manner, to where you know that that whenever he's on the side of something, he's gonna win. Now look, I I think there's a record like, of me on here saying this. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But but no, I'm not talking about. But but yeah, but like Donald Trump is gonna like you know, the uh, the attention that Ron DeSantis brings is kind of like Floyd Mayweather. Where okay, it, it's gonna be a big fight, and everybody's gonna talk about the opponent, but he's gonna win, and he just so thought he does everything well. Like Trump, as much as like you know people like his uh, boastfulness and everything, Ron DeSantis is too. But he just does it so much better, and he always accomplishes what he wants. Like, he always wins. Like, there hasn't been a scenario where I could think that Ron DeSantis has lost a match. Now, and I can't say the same thing about Trump. Now, I, I like what Trump did as far as, like, the Supreme Court. He was very effective. He opened an embassy in Jerusalem. He uh, he put Supreme Court, he put justice on the Supreme Court that brought in, like, you know, that canceled Roe versus Wade, that canceled, like, the New York State gun ban on, like, concealed carry, all these things. And Ron DeSantis can do the same thing, but he could just, he could just probably do it so much better. Yeah. No, hey, look, man, you made some great points, brother. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I'll i say this. I, I'll be happy either way, but I don't think it's going to come down to them them against each other in a in a primary. I, I, I don't. I think if I, there's a lot of people have said, within their, their inner circles, take this for what it's worth. I could be wrong. But that says DeSantis will not run if Trump runs. It would end up doing more damage to him by fracturing the party. So if Trump runs, I, I wouldn't expect DeSantis. I would expect DeSantis to sit out four years because Trump's only – if he wins, he can only be a president for four years. So you can have DeSantis come back in four years after keep keeping Florida rocking and rolling. So we'll see. But, hey, look, I'll be the first in line to vote for either one of them, it, you know, come – 2024. Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. And the last thing I'll say, I want to say something about the Brett Favre thing for like one minute. Sure. You know, it's obviously a bad look, and he probably should have known better with his power, his influence, his wealth. And I think and Jason Willock spoke on this too. He said that really having a Brett Favre is his sense of celebrity entitlement because since he was probably in middle school, people have been kissing his butt because he's a great athlete. Absolutely. 
And I think he always just had this feeling to where he could skirt the system and get what he wanted. It's not about, like, you know, race and, like, you know, the whole politics. It's more about he saw, like, a crack in the establishment, probably. And and the thing about Mississippi, Jason brought it up, too. He said Mississippi being a small state where it's not a lot of people, when you're on top of corruption, when it happens, it can be worse because it's worse than a state like New York where it's so many people. But when you're even like an even smaller state, the part the the families that are on top got more access just simply because there are no like eyeballs on them all the time, like it is in D.C. and New York. The national media normally isn't down there tracking what happens in politics. So when you're on top in a place like Mississippi or Vermont or Wyoming or Montana, kind of like Yellowstone, for example, right? Then that national media isn't always there. So Brett Favre, he was just sees it on the moment of something that I'm sure he's done his whole life because people have just have just kissed his butt for so long. So he was just used to it. And you know, if if what he did was wrong, then you know, I believe in justice. He should be. But of course, it's not the worst thing. But I think it was more about just him having his butt kissed for so long. And as much as I like him being a guy from Mississippi, because I'm in Florida now, I've been gone for like ten years now. And but I. And I'm and look, I cheer for everybody who's from Mississippi, but but I think that's just what happened. It wasn't so much about like you know him being a conservative, and I know that that's what the media wanted to make it about him still mourning for like poor black people. But I think it was just his sense of entitlement since he was young that kind of caught up with him. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna make a comment. I'm gonna make it after the call, brother. Hey, I, I appreciate you. I got to take a break, man. Stay stay right, stay you. blessed down there in Florida. Appreciate you. Oh, yeah, yeah, you too. All right, brother. Bye. You know, I want to say something else. A great call there. Uh, love that guy. Never met him in person, but always has a great phone call, great thought-out stuff. I want to say this, too. Somebody brought it to my attention the other night and I about Phil Bryant's involvement. They said, man, you know, Phil Bryant should absolutely have known better. Because he was state auditor for so long. It's different if you're just – the governor, and you're a figurehead, Phil Bryant was auditor. I mean, so he, he knows how all this works. I mean, even if it technically wasn't illegal, they had to know. They had to know this was sticky. It wasn't going to look good. You know, so and look, I, I've spoken my piece on this. When some new, when some new news develops out of it, we'll, we'll talk about it, and y'all are welcome to talk about it whenever y'all want to. If you're tuning in to hear me harp on this daily, it's probably not going to be the show for you. But it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, I, I, we're talking about it behind the scenes. I mean, you know, me and my friends, it's going to be interesting. And I, I did really – the, the part about Phil Bryant having been auditor before getting brought up the other day, I mean, it really made me think about some, think of it in a way I had not thought about it. All right, let's take a break real quick when we come back. Uh, we're going to talk about Jackson or something. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Man, come out and see us this weekend. We'll be out there, 2195 Highway 471, right there in Brandon, down on the north end of 471, right next door to uh, Booze Smokehouse and across the street from the Bailey Lumber there. Uh, quality pre-owned vehicles. Just traded for, actually just bought a th- 
2010, I think. Nissan 370Z. We've also got a couple F-150s. And hey, we've got a 4x4 Tacoma. Four-door. Four-door, four-wheel drive Tacoma in stock this morning. Sorry, I drank a Coca-Cola this morning. Got me a little, little, uh, little belch there. Um, <clears throat> So we got a four-door, four-wheel drive. I think it's an 07 Tacoma. And it's super clean. Navy blue. Y'all know those Tacomas are hard to find. We got one. Those 370Zs, hard to find. We got one. Check us out. EllisAutoplex.com. And hey, we buy cars too. All right, man. The phone lines are jammed up. Let's jump over to the phone lines real quick. On the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hello, brother. You're on the air. Free to land. Free to land. Sorry, for whatever reason, when I put somebody on hold on line two, it also bleeds into line one. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Yes. Hey, I got a question for you. I'm congratulations with Jackson State. I just wonder if we're if I, my gut tells me something's going to go big time wrong with this deal. I don't know what it is, but I got a feeling they're going to we're going to have some, we're going to have a shooting either at the game or at game day. That's just my guess, and I hope I'm wrong. But you get that many Democrats together with not a lot of police presence, they don't care, especially with these young ones. Yeah, the, the only saving grace is that Capitol Police is going to be on it like white on rice. But, yeah, I don't disagree with you. It's, it, 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 it's only going to take one wrong young one, and there's a bunch of them in Jackson. Could you see them guys running off the set back into that van? Or that oh. Greyhound bus they come in? Yep. I could, too, packing up and leaving. Oh, yeah. And that would definitely make us look bad. Yeah. But uh, I want to ask you something, though, man. You talk about Phil and Brett and all that. What do you think the end, end game on all that is? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, because now Shad has got himself in a situation where he needs it to go away. Hey. Because he can't, you know, he, he can't run for any bigger office until this until this stuff with Phil goes away. But is he going to appoint – Phil appointed him. Now, yep. you really think he's going to put the guy that appointed him into? I don't think so. But I ain't saying the Justice Department won't do it. Yep. I think if they get a chance to do it, and we still got a Democrat and all, at Democrat AG, they will do it just to make an example out of him. Yeah. We'll see how it all shakes out because their hands are about to be so full after these midterms trying to keep their policies together. It, it may never make it to it. Jackson trying to get water, all this other stuff. They're just going to hope this thing gets put on the back burner. I think. Clay, last thing, and I'll let you go. I think the compromise for the water system is they're going to give it to the county at the county run. Oof. That ain't no better. That's a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. At least you don't have Chalkway. Yeah, you county. know, more people have died under Chuckway's administration. They're probably wherever killed by the KKK. Oh, I, I've said the same exact thing on this on this air before. That was before this year. Oh, I think right at 500 black men have been killed since Chuckway took office, and black men and women. And they're now bad. now closer to 600, if not over 600. What do you think they're going to top out about 130, 135 this year? Right, man, look, we can get to 150. We we're only nine off of last year's pace of 153. And, they, and there was a two-week span from now to, like, mid-November where there wasn't a homicide at all. 
They didn't have game day in town. That, you know, I saw I saw one of your posts talking about the the crime bleeding over to Rankin County. Yes, and I'll be honest with you. That's one reason we went to Jacksonville all together is because I knew in time that Rankin County would go the same way that South Jackson did. It may take twenty years, but eventually it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to keep it out. And, and I hate to tell about oh, they won't ever take Rankin County over. Hey, man, we never thought they would. Uh, we never thought crime would get in South Jackson like it did. But South Jackson is lost, lost. Like it is. Bring a it bring a dozer in and and flatten it. Lost. And yes, Clay it was such a good place to grow up, man. To be honest with you, I think it was better than Rankin County or Madison ever has been. It was. My personal opinion. It was in the eighties and early nineties. You know, there was more. There was more stuff for the kids to do. It was easier to get around. You didn't have all the traffic like traffic jams like you had. The schools were pretty good. Yep. I mean, it was just so much easier, man. Man, it was it was, it was like growing up in a real a big small town. It was, but it had everything. Yep. Yep. All right, brother. I gotta go, man. I appreciate I it. All right. Let's take one more call here. Hey, caller, you're on there. Good morning. Hey, good morning, brother. Uh, I just want to make a comment real quick, and then I'll let you go do your thing. Sure. I believe Jackson has lost the distinguished honor of being the capital of this state. It needs to be moved somewhere else, and that's all I want to say, boss. Hey, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Thank you much. Stay Have safe. a good day. You too. Bold words there, my friends. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Ja- Whatever, take it all from Jackson. I just don't care anymore. Jackson don't care. You know, I've been saying this for a little bit now. Jackson State's biggest rivalry is Jackson, Mississippi. It The city will hold the school back. The city of Jackson will hold the school back. Let's take Derek's call here on the Dustin Bailey phone line before we go to break here. Hey, Derek, you're on there, brother. Good to hear from you. Hey. Yes, sir. Listen, man, um, I, I've already texted a comment to that other caller about he has a feeling something's going on, um, on to the guns and gear. So I'm not going to repeat what I've already texted. But what I got to say is this right with the city of Jackson, we probably understand something. This stuff was all done by design in just about every single Democrat city in this country. Um, and you can point a finger back to LBJ and the Great Society. Some people took the Kool-Aid, some of us blacks didn't. You, you know what I mean? Because um, even though it was meant to be a, a racist joke when they say, well, you got reparations in the form of welfare, you know, to be honest, that's not really a wrong statement. Because most people took the Kool-Aid. You know, when LBJ said, hey, you know, we're going to, this is our war on poverty. We're going to, you know, give you this and this and government subsidized housing, as long as that man isn't there. It was all done by design. Because once you, once you take the father, the key component, out of um, the building block of culture, you've pretty much destroyed that culture. But do you blame the person that created the system or the people that get it, that keep it going? Because I myself being in technology, um, and you, you, you know, you know my pedigree. I know that programs don't run and last forever. They have to be updated constantly. So he, who keeps he, who keeps updating the program? The vanguards, the black leadership, the gates, if you would. Yep. I agree. So with I tell people now, man. You know, Chokeway is nothing but a dictator. Look at it. Socialism does not work. All he is is a microcosm of the socialist policies they've been trying to push for decades. You have a good weekend, brother. Hey, you too, brother. You know, Chuck Way actually reminds me of that cuck up there in uh, 
in Canada, Justin Trudeau. He's like a black Justin Trudeau. Let's take one more call here before the break. That didn't work. All right, let's go ahead and take our break, come back, land the plane for the day. I'm going to try to squeeze this video in of these Jackson residents, but uh, calls come first. We're a caller-driven show. You guys want to be interactive. I'm going to let you be interactive. We'll be right back here in the Matt Kiger Flowwood Studios on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Let's see here, man. I, I want to jump straight in real quick. I want to play this video. This is from WLBT. This is some angry Jacksonians ahead of the state of the state address by Chalkway. In good shape. I'm really tired of the water problems. It's just in turmoil. I mean, we need God. The overwhelming majority of Jackson residents I spoke to Tuesday were clear about one thing, their desire for change, specifically with the capital city's infrastructure. They don't want no real change. 93% of them clowns voted for this. When you have businesses leaving because of the different water crisis, the streets, nobody want to drive on them because they're tearing up their vehicles. Those are things that cause people to go elsewhere. For many, the thing holding the city back from change is the divide between a Democratic mayor and a Republican governor. That ain't what's holding the city back. Only half of that's right. Governor. If they can work together and get things, you know, straightened out for the people, it would be a whole lot better for everybody. Both sides got good ideas. Let's not get this twisted. There are good ideas on both sides. That's a lie. But if you use a party line to divide it, you're not going to get nothing done. Bernard Smith, a 20-year Jackson resident, says he doesn't blame Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba for all the city's issues. Then he's part of the problem. Many of them, he says, were inherited. But it still doesn't change the fact that residents of Mississippi's capital city deserve better. It's a lot of things that has to be to deal with, and we want a quick fix, but there is none. It's got too far gone for a quick fix. you got to be, we got to be patient. But when it comes to water, you know, that's something kind of a horse of a different color. It's kind of hard to be patient when you're drinking brown water. All right, I just wanted to play some of that. we got about a minute left here. I need to give a shout-out to some sponsors real quick. Y'all get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's tomorrow night for Voodoo 13 live in concert. If y'all want to get out and practice your, your pew-pew skills, man, get out to Boondocks Firearms Training Academy on Highway 18 in Raymond, if you're shopping for a new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, get out to Mack Hike in Flowood. If you need an alarm, check out my buddies at Watchman Secure. If you need your windows tinted, Lakeland Glass and Tent. If you run into any roof damage over the weekend, Watkins Construction and Roofing. And, uh, of course, if you get your keys locked in, anything but your car, check out Keith's Lock and Key. Jim Thorne is up next. I will be back Monday with a huge show, and finally have my live streaming working. Check out clayedwithshow.com. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.